Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm Lizzie Mathis, and you're listening to the Cool Mom Code Podcast, where motherhood is your key card to the coolest spot in town. In our final episode of season one, I decided to bring on someone very close to my heart. She's my sister from another mister, Danae Dottie. Let me tell you a little bit about my girl. She's a model, a doula, and probably one of the coolest mamas of three I know. Not to mention her cake game is on point, y'all. We go way back, so let's get straight into it. Danae, Dottie, welcome to the Cool Mom Code podcast. Thank you. Um, I know you guys, I'm not sure if you know, but if you follow me at all, then you've seen Danae on my page. You've seen us like do crazy things and all the things. And we have known each other for a very long time. Um, but Issa, my husband, I will say, was a very instrumental person in forcing us to become we love you, <laughs> really good friends. <laughs> yes. uh, and Sorry, we've shared so much, yeah. I feel like. We really yeah. have. Like, it's kind of wild. Like, um, But this is for you. This isn't for us. This is so everyone in the world can like get to know a little bit more about my fabulous friend. And so <laughs> I'm going to take it back, though, because... We've known each other so long, but yet you were the first one of my friends to have a baby. So uh, most people's first. <laughs> it was like number one. <laughs> I mean, like so all my friends, yeah. out of everyone. Yeah. And so what I remember was seeing that, and I was just like, at the time, I was just like, dang, like wow. <laughs> And so I want to take it back to that. You're in Apple Valley. Apple Valley. This is where you are growing up. This is all you know. Mm-hmm. How do we get from Apple Valley to in the middle of like, I'm not going to say nowhere, but no, like in is. the desert of like, you know, yeah. to traveling the world and becoming this model in a career that you have sustained for over 20 years? Yeah, we uh, we moved to Apple Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and we, who's we, we? Meaning like my family, my dad's parents. So my dad's parents moved there first, right? Uh-huh. Like, oh, this, you know great small town, you get big houses, you know, there was four of us kids. Right. Um, my parents, so my grandparents moved there first and then we got a house and then my auntie and uncle got a house and my other auntie got a house and my grandma got a house, you know, so we just all started like moving up there, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and you know, when you're a kid, it's like, whatever, you go to a new school, you meet your friends, it's fine. Um, and where'd you move from? I moved from Moreno Valley. Okay. And from Moreno Valley, we were in Fremont. So okay. we went from the Bay to Southern California. I see. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Growing up, I was like, I play sports. I, you know, I had I have all brothers. Yeah, so, so straight tomboy. Yeah, straight up, straight up and down. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And mind you, my brothers are like, "Don't call my house. My si- <laughs> that's not my. You know what I mean? Don't talk to my to sister. All the boys. To all the boys. <laughs> don't look at my sister. Don't. Talk. I'm like, oh, does Sunshine call? They're like, no. And they're like, I call your brother. Hung up on me. I was like, what? 
<laughs> that's how my brother used to be too. That's yes. protective. I no, mean, I know. there's like, there's a, there's an art to that. Right. And I honestly feel like having that experience was probably so good. You don't even realize. Oh no. I, I mean, of course, hindsight, right? Like I love, and they're twins. So yeah. older Your twin brothers, brothers are twins. Yeah, they're yeah. known as a Dodie twins. Like don't mess with their sister. And I'm like, dang, like I'm my own person. You're not my daddy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's how it was always. But yeah, like growing up tomboy, um, just started like working. Like we come from a humble beginnings, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like, as soon as I could get my license, as soon as I can get a job, I was like, I need to make some money. I need to like, I was always super independent. Searching for independence, even yeah. from a young age. Oh, I was always like, no, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, I started working at in and out Like that was my first job. What? I know. Talk about a throwback. What? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, yeah. So I was balling. Okay. Yes, Cause I back mean, in them days, I was in and out was paying. I was like, yes. yes. Like, you need some shoes? You need some for gas? Real. Got it. Got gas it. Money, I got it. Got it. Yeah. So, uh, w- was working there and, um, started traveling after I graduated um, to work with the company, actually, because I was... With in and out Yeah. Wow. Training people. Okay. Yeah. And then, like, Black Planet. Black Planet? Do you remember Black Planet? No. What it was is like it? blackplanet.com. Okay. It was like when the internet first came out, you know, my mom's like, oh, you know, um, I had a boyfriend that she wasn't into. So she was over here on the internet trying to find me a boyfriend. <laughs> trying to find ways to get away from your boyfriend. To, no, my mom's trying to find me a new boyfriend. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> So Black Planet was a, what, like a dating app? What it's is like it? It's like meeting black people. Okay, okay. You know, my mom's okay. like, ooh, Danae, look it. I'm like, oh my gosh, mama. You know what I mean? Trying to hook me up back then. Uh-huh. So I ended up meeting someone. On Black Planet? On blackplanet.com. Okay. Wow. And this person lived in Connecticut. Okay. So we started a, like, you know, like over the phone conversation online. Like, you know what I mean? Um, long story short, my ass moved to Connecticut. <laughs> For the relationship. Yeah. Well, also, I was like, I was, I was you good. You were done. I was good. Like, I was already, like, traveling. Yeah. I was Searching like, for independence. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I love you guys. I got to get out of Apple Valley. Yeah. Because Apple Valley, it's a very small town. Right. Conservative, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. conservative city. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. Um, very segregated in itself. Right. Interesting. And it wasn't until, again, you don't know. You know, you don't know better till you know better, right? So, right. like, you don't know until you travel. You don't exactly. know until you've kind of gotten yeah. out of like it. Like, your normals are normal. Right. It's like, oh, I guess they were kind of rude. Oh, there was major microaggressions, or people were like, wouldn't look me in my eyes. But you didn't feel it growing up? It was just like, oh, I mean, it was like one of those things, like, oh, you're pretty for a black girl, or, <gasps> oh, yeah, if I did a black girls, I would get you, but I don't. And it's like, oh, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, things like that. And it's like, oh, and it's like, ha, ah. like, wow. Just not knowing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so. Moved to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Loved one from the desert. Yeah. Okay. Dry to like lush Connecticut. Like I'm crabbing. I'm fishing. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm totally I different got, lifestyle. My skin's moisturized. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I started working there. Um, and then my boyfriend at the time is like, oh, they have this like modeling thing. You should check it out. And I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> so me and my man okay, <laughs> drove to Florida, actually. We took a little road trip. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was thinking it would be in New York. No. Okay. No. So we, we went to went Florida. to Florida because this is where it was and like went there. Whirlwind. This one, my hair was past my butt because my hair was long at the time. I had, my hair was lo- really long growing up. And oh, so wow. got there. I'm like, yes. And like, they're like, oh, then Ray, Lada at the time, he uh-huh. was running. He's like, okay, um, we want you for the agency so you can't win. So we're going to like, we want you to sign with Wilhelmina in New York, but oh. we can't. So you can't win this because that it's like different right. obligations and responsibilities. Right. I'm like, cool. You guys want to sign me? Let's go. Yes. So get like second place. Don't win. It's great. Oh, that's interesting. Hold on. That's some interesting tea right there, honey. <laughs> that's some interesting tea. So the people who really win are not necessarily the ones yeah. that they want for like long-term modeling contracts. At least in that, it seems like. Ah, yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Drive back to Connecticut. They're like, come meet us in New York. Okay. So I go in. 
they signed me. I'm like, oh my gosh. I call my parents and they're like, okay, but we need to cut your hair. And then I was like, oh my gosh. Because my mom would not let me cut my hair when I was younger. She's like, when you turn 18, then you can cut your hair. Until then, your hair is mine. I'm like, dang, mama. But I go, my hair's past my butt. Uh-huh. Go like, oh, we're going to still keep it long. But you know, for, for modeling, you have to like cut it. I'm like, okay, cool. So I go in there and like, they cut my hair like to my shoulders. <gasps> and I was like, um, I was like, in the car, I'm like, hey, mom. <gasps> No. And I was like, so they come here. She's like, oh my gosh. Okay. She's like all excited. Like her and my dad are like, you know, cause I, they were both on the phone. Like, oh my God. And I was like, but they cut it to my shoulder. She's like, well, it'll grow back. It's fine. I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know, but it was just shocking. Cause for me, that wasn't long. No. Like yeah. for some people, yeah. To your shoulders is long. But for no, me, but for, it was at like, the time, but that's a huge, you're talking about how many inches. That's like I mean, a good It was a ponytail. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Wow. That's shocking. Yeah. But I was like, okay. Just embracing it. Welcome like, to the cute. modeling industry. Yeah. Give us your hair. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the modeling like, industry. Yeah. Hello. Welcome. Like yeah. that. What a freaking yeah, like yeah, You are no longer into, you. This is what we're doing. Exactly. What a step. What a statement to make into this new world. Right. So that was your first encounter with an agency, pretty much. Yeah. They chopped all your hair off. Give me the minches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me the minches. Yeah. Okay. So what did that do to you? Like, so you, so now you're signed with Wilhelmina, your hair is chopped off. Yeah. I'm like, testing. You're testing. Right? And, and it's fine. It's, and again, like, I'm thankful. Again, I was one of those people, like, you know, you hear like really bad, like experiences. Like I never had any of those right. traumatic experiences with photographers or anything like that you that's know? good yeah yeah i'm super thankful because i've you know right okay but i think also i started when i was older right older so, being quotation marks is what she put up yeah so hand. like so 20, older being right? 20 right whereas a lot of models who come in at 15 13 13 yeah. they start and so they don't have as much of a voice no. or feel as comfortable speaking or up self-confidence or self-confidence you know they don't was know there they are. any situations where you felt like when you first come in at 20 because honestly you came in at 20 but you probably looked well like I was you were like 16 was, exactly because you know, I was kids that's okay. right yeah that was my experience too I came in a little like older but was there any situation where you ever felt like you had to be like uh hold up like no I'm not okay with that um, I did not actually. Oh my God, you're so I know, lucky. I know. I know. I, that's the thing. I was like, I didn't really have any bad. I mean, for me, a bad experience was like, because I was doing juniors, uh-huh. like these, I mean, I'm, I'm not like, you know, a size zero. You right. know what I mean? I've never been a size zero. So I was She's more of a 0.2. I, Go ahead. <laughs> I was the curvier, though, you know? So they would have to like cut the backs of pants sometimes. And so that was really like, it's humiliating because you mm. feel bad. And it's not that I was big, right? but for the you know, the sample the size industry. Yeah. Yeah. Or for like, you know, I have hips and I have booty and you know what I mean? I right. had something. So it's like, oh, if you get it to my waist, I can fit it. You know right. what I'm saying? But if you got to get over all this good stuff, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so this is where you're at. And you know, what's interesting is because I'm so fascinated by the fact that you didn't have any of those experiences. Okay. Time out. Okay. Cause I'm thinking about experiences abroad. Right. So Bad experience for me were always like in the makeup, hair, makeup chair. Oh, that's, you know what? I had that on my list to talk to you about because honestly, so tell me about yours. Yeah. I'll let you talk. I mean, and it's like, and it hasn't changed. I mean, again, I've been doing this now for 20 plus years Mm -hmm. and it hasn't changed. I mean, I still run the same problem. No. Usually, typically when you're working, you you would come into set and it'd be you. And usually coming up, right, you'll have, you know, typically like a black model or someone that identifies as a black model and like a white, you know, a white Mm -hmm. model. Um, and so you, you go to sit down. And so mm-hmm. I was like, always like, so it always surprised me. So I would sit down and I would see the first, so say the, the other girl went first and she would come out looking cute. Her hair was good. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yes. Like feeling good. Like I'm about to get, about yeah. to get hooked up. You right. know? I would sit down and then, you know, sometimes they would face you to the mirror. Sometimes they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And so like, if I wasn't facing the mirror, I would turn around and I'd be like, try not to 
have a reaction. Have a reaction. Like, because I want I don't want to be disrespectful. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, you know. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, my feelings are hurt because <laughs> I look great. <laughs> so this is the interesting part you said. Like, I wouldn't want to hurt anyone's feelings yeah. in that moment. However, my feelings oh, are hurt. Thousand. Also, as a model, you are taught from day one, especially back mm-hmm. in the day. I mm-hmm. think people have, I think models have more of a voice now. Oh, way more. More oh, now. Way more. Way I mean, more. Yeah. But back in the day, you were taught that like, don't make anyone like you can't speak up to the client. You don't really have a voice. Nope. You are just, you are the mannequin in a yeah. way. So you're there for them to pull everyone. And because we only would come in as day players or yeah. a couple days here and there, yeah. there were makeup artists who was there for months, all shooting with this client so whatever the makeup artist would say they would say it was your fault exactly you get darned the bus that's right or you'll see them you get on set and they're trying to fiddle with the lights and they're like well her hair or her and i'm like well she came in this way her hair was just so hard to work with i'm not sure and it's like Mm -hmm. actually i'm not sure you know how to do your job right let's be real right you know what i'm saying oh her skin there was like you know it wasn't our shades it was like they would never take ownership that they just didn't have the right shade they didn't have the right tools for my hair when again my hair is easy i was like you guys had to put this product on her face yeah. because it was just so like splotchy or whatever she's really tired i'm like yes or you just don't have a concealer that works but right. but okay needless. so whenever i would work with makeup artists that were painters they could always do it mm. so i would always ask them I'm like do you paint and they'd be like yes and i always knew because painters know how to mix colors right, right. they can they can pull this orange a little bit of this blue whatever it is right. and they'll mix your shade and they know that guess what i'm not one color right exactly okay good point uh, I need about three. That's you know right. What I'm saying? My me, under eye me. is going to be a different color than, than my, my forehead, than my, my chin. chin. Yeah. And cheek. yeah. You know? Exactly. So that's yeah. the thing. So I was, so whenever they'd be like, um, I've had them like, so of these three colors, which one is you? I'm like, um, none of them. Right. A. Exactly. And, or blended. Yeah. You know, like, why am I telling you how to do your And thumb? I don't think that they, I don't think that people realize like how debilitating that is. So now you're in the chair, your shades are totally different. You look than, crazy. You look like you said, grayish or whatever. And now you're expected to get out in front of a camera and pose and, and, and perform. Oh, sexy. And you look it. this and, and do feel this. confident. And Correct. it's like, well, I'm trying not to cry right now. Yeah. Looking back, it's like people aren't checking for us. Right. You know what I'm saying? We have to check right. for ourselves. We have to bring our own things. And again, like for me, I rebelled in that time, right? Because mm-hmm. I knew people did that. And I was like, no, it is not my job. I'm about to go out here looking crazy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, wow. No, just oh, meaning like I didn't bring my own kit. Or right. like the few times that I did, yeah, I actually had a good makeup artist. Yeah, you know? right. Or the times I would come to set with my hair done, I'm like, oh, you actually know how to do hair. Yeah. Like, Dang, you know yeah. what I'm saying? How could you possibly say that it's still like that now? Because it still happens. Wow. Yeah. And again, being like an... A more seasoned, I mean, just a um, model, you know, like usually mature. I'm working with a woman that know what they're doing, but it's right. like sometimes you get on these jobs and you're like, oh, okay. That's you're fascinating. Yeah. You know, or maybe you haven't, you don't have experience working with women of color mm. or have experience working with, you know, texture hair. You know what I mean? But okay, yeah. But so talking, like, talking about that though, because I wanted to talk to you about, I think there's a lot of times people um, don't understand there's levels to this shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I don't think people understand that there's different types of models especially now i think when we were coming up it was two types yeah you were either a high fashion model runway or you were catalog yeah that's it that's it two types that's it it. and then you fell into one of those categories exactly and And i never fell into the runway i mean my agency would try yeah you had to be six foot exactly plus a size two yeah which is not even i'm like that's it's rare 
It's rare. Which is yeah, why, just, yeah. which is why I didn't fall into it. Which is why a lot Most of people, people don't. don't fall yeah. into that category. Into catalog. Yeah, right? exactly. And they fall into catalog. But now I feel like there is a whole new category. Oh, yeah. I feel like there is still catalog. Mm-hmm. There is runway and mm-hmm. high fashion. And then there is Instagram models oh, yeah. or like social media models and yeah. influencers yeah. Um, who are models now yeah. and take their modeling careers very, very seriously, seriously and they're very different. Listen, I was at the park last night with my with Q uh-huh. and this little six year girl was like um, I'm a YouTuber she had red lipstick on and was letting everybody follow me I was like oh my gosh wow why? you're, you're sick wow Q's like I'm trying to skate excuse yeah, me you real. know yeah. yeah okay so talk us through like each one of those categories though obviously you are more would you consider yourself what a catalog model Yes. And that's how, okay. And yeah. so you've that's been able my to career. sustain that for yes. 20 plus years. Yes. And I want to talk into more Commercial, too about like how yeah. you've been able to even just sustain that through all the different transitions in life. Yeah. But is there some, like, how do you characterize each different field of modeling? I guess it's the best way I say it. So I feel like for like high fashion, right? If you're mm-hmm. a high fashion model, right? You're doing editorial. Yeah. Right. You're doing runway. Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably doing more campaigns. Right. Um, not to say that you can be a catalog girl and not do campaigns, but I feel like in general, mm-hmm. if you're doing high fashion, you're booking campaigns, you're, you know, you're booking runway. That's those are those girls. Right. Right. So I feel like there's also, um, less work mm-hmm. for some girls, mm-hmm. you know, if you're only doing runway, which, you know, doesn't really pay. Right. Um, you're banking on booking a campaign. Do you feel like those are the girls, though, that also have the bigger gains in terms of becoming um, more models. faces and yeah. supermodels yeah. and, like, that kind of thing? Yeah. And, you know, for me, it's so funny because I think of, like, catalog, right? Like, me or, like, you or, like, you know, like, Gabby or Joy. Like, right. we did catalog always. And I was like, you don't have to know who I am. Right. You might never know. But guess what? I'm getting into a check. Yeah. I'm working every day. Or, you exactly. know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I'm staying busy. Like, that's right. It's actually better if you don't know who I am. Yeah. I want to I wanna be in contact. That way. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need you don't need to know me, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, thankfully, you know, I was able to book some things that some people would be like, Oh, I recognize you. Do right. I know you? And I'm like, I'm not as long as I'm I know you think that's who I am. That is so true. You know? But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but I think when you're a catalog girl, you know, you're you're not, you don't have to be as tall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't it's maybe a girl next door, you right, know what I mean? Right. Your look is more a little relatable. softer. Yeah. A little more bit re- more relatable. Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. Um so that's catalog. And then what would you how do you kind of describe this new genre of modeling? This whole Instagram model, I will say. Okay. All I can say, all I can speak to is this is what I hear from like other like stylists and photographers and they're mm-hmm. like and what I what I hear is that it's just a different <laughs> breed, right? It's just different because again, very more outspoken. They come to set with their hair and makeup done. They have like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they don't necessarily know how to model. Right. Because when, when I think of modeling, right? I'm like, you just have to know how to make the clothes look good. You have to know how to sell something. Well, I you know? think Instagram modeling, I think that it's a different um it's a different form yeah. of it. And I think that with Instagram modeling, you are your own kind of like products That's too. True. And so they're they they come with a look, a vibe. Like this is why you booked me. Yeah. Like you're, you're getting my look, my vibe. This is my page. This is my aesthetic. This is what I'm bringing to the table. And so if you're trying to change that, let me speak up and let you know what my brand is and blah, blah. Whereas I think catalog modeling and even, um, you know, high fashion modeling, we're, we're taught to, and I I keep saying taught, but I think you really are because you start younger, you're groomed to know that your face is, and your body and your voice and your voice is just literally a, a, a platform 
for them to kind of like have their vision come through. And so, you know, you know, you come to set with clean hair and clean makeup. Um, unless you're black or you come here all done, but, um, and you come with clean nails and I remember, yeah, nude underwear and all this stuff like that. And so you're there to make the clothes look good, not to push your agenda. It wasn't until modeling shifted for me that I started to get more creative with my look. I mean, (laughs) I'm literally sitting here in full on twists, braids, with blonde tips. Okay. With blonde tips. Yes. I mean, there's a certain expression oh, yeah. that I felt like I was able to lean into oh, post-modeling. No, and I love that. I, I love that for you. I never was able to do. Because I'm living through yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I tell people all the time, I'm like, if I was on modeling, let me tell you, there was a time of year, like usually Christmas, right? We know nobody's shooting. You have, this, right. you have this block of time off. I was go go get my nails done with all the bling and long and okay, you could and snap in, you couldn't tell and click clack. I remember. Yes. Because was that was like, my little time where I was like, I yes, I can, you know, I'm like, I'm like, get my hair braided, you know? I said, if I wasn't doing this, I'd have a lot, you know, all these things. I mean, I came over and literally, Danae, <laughs> this is like Christmas break, which you do. The whole industry shuts down. Yeah. And this is happens, I mean, pretty much from modeling as well as the entertainment industry yeah. in a whole. So the whole industry shuts down. People go on their like two, three week vacations. And I come over to Danae's house and she has <laughs> literally twisted her hair. Her nails are like done. done I mean, she is like living, living honey, my best living. life in that little period. Yes, yes, I know. But those are the things yeah. that you're kind of like you're like you said you're groomed like to do because to be a you faceless, just nameless, and you yes. know that you could work yeah. at any moment. Yeah. So like, well, and that's the if thing. If you get hired, you don't have time to take off these black nails no. and like take my braids out, take your braids yeah. out, and so, all that. You know, yeah. During the pandemic, your girl, oh, you know, was yes. definitely changing my hair all the time you were. because I wasn't. You yeah, know, you had doing more fashion, you right? Know, I was doing other things. Yeah, so true. I mean, and so speaking of like that freedom of expression, mm-hmm. right? There's the freedom, mm-hmm. and it's also because I feel like for so long, and again, it's opening up, but it, it's so narrow, right? The fashion industry, mm-hmm. so people want to see themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's a Instagram model who's got pierces or tats or she's got her braids and somebody can relate to that, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody in Iowa who's right. not, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, is on there looking like, oh my gosh, if she can do that, I can do that. Or just, it right. just opens it up, you know? And again, yeah. it, it lets you know, it lets you see yourself because um, there's always someone you can relate to, right? You just, now you can really see it before the world was so much smaller, but now that it's so much bigger. Do you feel like that type of modeling has taken away from um, your work? Um, I don't, I mean, so this is what I will say about that. So I know like with castings now, right? It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you need at least a million followers or you can, mm-hmm. they don't even see you, you mm-hmm. know? So in that sense, yes. Mm-hmm. Cause I ain't got a million followers, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and that's never been my goal to like, you know, right. But so for some people, like if you don't have the followers, you can't even get in the door. Whereas wow. before, if you got in the door, they could see you and then you can go from there. But now you don't have this because again that's for them that's free advertising right if you have a million followers and then they book you then that's even more right advertising for them you know right so i understand that from you know the business business side side. yeah Yeah. um so yeah i think it's changed in that aspect but i think there's still people that are shooting catalog that are still doing you know you still have your catalog you still have your you know commercials right um so yeah but i think yeah it has shifted a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. It really is. I mean, especially with the whole like social media playing such a part now yeah. and whether or not you're even booked on a job. Yeah. That's... And that's where they go to even clients now. They'll just go to your Instagram page. Wow. You know, and just to look. And for me, like I didn't get Instagram until after my last child. Like mm-hmm. I had a private account. Right. 
But then my agent's like, okay. And I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? And then finally, like, no, you have to get Instagram because that's where clients go to look. They want to see, because, you know, you're putting uh, pictures and that's what it is right. for me. It's like, okay, they can see something recent. They can see a hairstyle. They can reference, like, I'll come to sit and they'll have a picture from my Instagram. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're, you're modeling, you're doing your thing. Um, you're a young, you know, whippersnapper in the game. And New York, those streets, for you know. real, New York City, yes, yes. Um, for anyone, you know, Danae and I met in New York City when we were modeling. It was the it, it was the Mecca of the modeling game. And there was, you know, a lot of us just young and fresh and in the city and great time, you know, great time, yeah. um, but still figuring out life, yeah. like figuring out what this whole, you know, genre was. And I will have to say, I mean, when I met you. I thought like instantly two things. One, I was like, damn, this girl works so much. Like, how the <laughs> hell she worked all the time? I just, ne you never had days off. And then the days off that you did have, you were always so open and like, hey, everybody. It was like group text. Yeah. Hey, everybody, anybody in the park? I'm riding bikes today. Come ride bikes with me. And, da, da, da. and like, you were always kind of like so open to other models, which I thought was interesting because. In the modeling game, because black models never get the same job and because we at the time could never be on the same set together, no. God forbid. It made it more competitive. It made it more competitive. But this is what I will say is that I was never, I'm, I wasn't competitive like that. Like my yeah. thing was, I, and I still believe this, mm -hmm. if it's meant for you, it, you know, it won't and miss so you. So this is why I love that. Yeah. I, like this is, I think, and honestly, you could see it from, from jump. But I will say personally, I don't think I was competitive with other people, but yet I wasn't super like open and talkative and like everything at castings with other girls all the time. I think Unless we had too, a connection. Yeah. And I think for me too, was like trying to build community, right. right? Like, okay, these are the people that I'm with. They're my age. I'm a social person. I love mm -hmm. people. Like, and I'm like, I love to do things with people. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. I think one of the questions was like, the more the merrier. I'm like, yes, I, I love, like, let's, yeah. let's just do it together because yeah. you never know who you're going to meet. I feel like, oh, I have a friend that you would get along with and mm. we have these things in common, but, and oh, I don't like it, but she loves it, you know? Yeah. So just trying to bring like all my special people, you know, yeah. that I thought were special. So the, it was more about the experience for you and less about keeping, like keeping your kind of like own little world to yourself. It no, was more about yeah. the experience. Yeah. When we were coming up in New York, mm -hmm. there were cat, we called them cattle calls. Yeah. You would get true. a casting. Okay. You show up. There'd literally be 150 people. So like, true. Oh, so you walk into a room and all eyes are on you, looking you up and down. Yes. You're like, oh, hey guys. And so me, I'm like, from California, like, hi, do you like Jelly Belly? I do. You know what I mean? Like trying to offer people candy. Like, you know what I mean? So like, do you feel like you just never really had that competitive spirit, like in the modeling game with other women of color? Yeah, I I didn't. Yeah. Honestly, like for me, I was happy. Yeah. I was always like, if well, if I'm not gonna get it, yeah. then Liz is gonna get it. Right. Or you know what I'm saying? Or Kendra's gonna get it. Like right. that's how I looked. And and I honestly believe I said, because like I had a like a friend and I remember she would get really upset and I'm like, listen, like you don't know why. And again, I don't take a lot of things personal. Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time, it's really hard to hurt my feelings. Yeah. Like I have to really be like Same. you know. Same. And so she I said, listen. They, maybe they wear someone with green eyes and you have brown. Or maybe right. they wanted someone that was six foot and you're not. You know what I mean? But right. I said, for you to think it's not because you're beautiful or you're not special. Like, it's not about that. And you don't know. Yeah. And she would internalize so much. I'm like, it's not. 
Listen, I mean, the, the game, though, is hard, though, especially yeah. when that is how you eat, mm. you know, like when that is your main source of income. And yeah. like for the girls who um, like I never had a side job, like I yeah. never had a waitressing job or anything like that. Modeling was the way I fed myself and the way that I lived. And so, you know, when it comes to that, like in, I kind of I listen, like, I, I kind of see how girls could internalize it. For no, me, yeah. I came from like a super solid like upbringing. Yeah. Right. So my my mom always like was like she raised a very strong woman and mm -hmm. like I and because maybe I was a little older yeah I didn't feel like like when they said no the rejection didn't like kill me it was yeah. more so like damn I was really counting that money like, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm no, it was more course. so that it was and less again, about me yeah and, and, I, and that's the thing too like also I'm like listen I feel like throughout my career I've been blessed right yeah I've, I've been I've always worked on like okay again I Every job, I'm so thankful and grateful because I'm like, you guys chose me. Right. I, I'm always just as surprised. Yeah. Like, you guys chose me. <laughs> All these amazing, beautiful people. Yeah. Again, you guys chose me. That 1, was always thousand like, percent. That's how she walks on set. One thousand no, percent. Sure. I she mean, walks on set. It's like, she's wow. like, wow. Hi. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hi. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I am grateful. You what know? do you need? Yeah. I am here to help. <laughs> and that's my me by nature, right? Yeah. I'm a nurturer. You I'm are. like, you know, yeah. I'm like mama mode. Like, what can I do? Okay. So, what about when you first pregnancy? You're young, you're in your career, yep. you're literally working every day. I mean, you you were one of us who was like always booked, you know what I mean? Like, so you had active clients who yeah. loved you. And so you get pregnant. What, is, what, well, what does I that look like? At the time, right? So when I got pregnant, again, no one else, I didn't know any other models that had babies. Mm -hmm. Because um, there were none. The, <laughs> yeah. You were and literally so, the first of all time. Yeah. And so, like, I told my agent, because for me, I always knew I wanted to be a mom. Right. right. Like, I've always wanted to be a mom. I love kids. Like, mm -hmm. I just, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I got pregnant, I'm happy because I also wanted to be, like, a young mom, you right. know? Like, and yeah. I was like, I don't want my career to get in the way of that. Like, because right. for me, thing, I was like, listen, if I set my mind to it, like, I'm going to come back work. Like, yes. it's fine. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I had to make the call, like, okay, I'm going to call them today, let them know. Because I was, like, getting to the point, like, you can't, you know. Hide this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, thankfully, my agency was, like, super accepting. It wasn't like we're making a big announcement. It's not mm -hmm. like, you know. So, I did do some modeling work while I was pregnant. I didn't go to, like, a... a a pregnancy agency right um but they which worked some, with me which what some women do some yeah. girls go to they also sign into sign on to a pregnancy agency and that agency is meant for maternity clients maternity um brands and things yeah. like that and so they model while they're pregnant yeah you didn't have to do that your agency was able to kind of like get you work while you're pregnant yeah as well. and i didn't want to be super busy either too. like i said i was mm -hmm. like okay i'll take work if it comes i want to have some beautiful photos with my you know while i'm right. pregnant um but yeah, it was, but it was more so after where it was just like, I have to pump. Yeah. Because I nursed all my children. Right. And it was like, this is before there was like, okay, you have to give, you know, by law, yeah. right? You have to give time for, you know, the right. mother to pump or like there's a separate room. Do they do that in the modeling industry? Yeah. So now they'll have like separate rooms, like, you know, wow. or you have to have time. That's um, a big change. Yeah. So that's huge because again, it wasn't like that. Oh my that. God, girl. I remember I used, I was pumping in the bathroom yes. at a job. It was, I just had in the airport. At the airport, yes. yes. And I remember it being so dirty. Ugh. I remember feeling so disgusting. And then you have to dump your milk because there's no place to keep no. it. Oh, it's just like the, it's the hardest thing. So you had to travel. You had to pump. You had so to like. So I pumped. I used to bring ice packs to keep my milk. Mm. Like I was like, no, this is liquid gold. You guys yeah, are not. For, about to, you know what I'm real. saying? Um, and I remember I was traveling to Germany mm -hmm. and I was nursing. And I like kind of had to go off on the customs because they're like, you have to. I was like, no, 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 no. 
Yeah. This is milk. I already read all the blue, you know, the fine print. I did my homework. And like, we have to do this. I'm like, do whatever test you need to do. Right. You're not getting rid of my milk. You know how hard I worked? We're keeping this. Yeah. It's like, do you know how hard I worked for these ounces? You know what I mean? For real. For real. For real. Um, And so like, in the big, like, that was, for me, I love nursing, right? Yeah. Pumping, chore, not my favorite thing to do. Same. Same. Please, nobody. Same. You know, I don't. Not ever. Yeah. No. Hated it. So, so that was with my first child, you know, and, um, did you feel like you're, so the transitioning, obviously while you were pregnant, super supportive agency, yeah. got you a little bit of work. You were able to kind of enjoy your, your pregnancy. Yeah. Um, you have a home birth. No. Oh, wait a minute. So what no, was, so, Beja was what? So Beja was a hospital birth. Oh. So Beja, I wanted a home birth of Beja. Mm-hmm. Um, and my OBGYN at the time was like, okay, well, um, you know, she's, she's a uh, breach. Uh-huh. Oh, and, yes. And, and mind you, all my kids have been breached. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just my anatomy, right? That's right. more comfortable for them. And so she's like, okay, well, we're going to have to do, um, you know, a schedule C-section. I'm like, well, can, you know, I did my research. Like, can we do a version? Like, you know, a lot of times babies flip. And mm-hmm. she's like, no. And she was like, really like kind of scaring me and making me think, well, if we do this and do that. And I was like, oh, you know, I was really young. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, she's my doctor. She knows best. She wouldn't. Yeah. Steer me wrong, you know. So, never went to labor with her. It was this, it was like these are the, she's like I have somewhere to be. These are the days I have <gasps> available. So what can you do? I was like, dang, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you didn't know any better. So, um, scheduled her. I was thirty eight weeks and change. Um, went in at ten o'clock. Uh, my mom, my dad, my grandpa, my brothers, like all my family was there. Um, went in, you know, got a um, spinal anesthesia. Wow, you know. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 10 minutes later, my daughter was born. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I had a really bad reaction to the anesthesia. Mm. Um, and I was very uncomfortable. I was like itching. I wasn't, you know, that those first moments you're supposed to be enjoying your baby. I was like, wanted to rip my skin off. Wow. And so I was just like, oh my gosh. And so that's what led me into going hard in the paint for the next, you yeah, know, the next birth. two. Yeah. And then also, you know, like right. m- my Your journey into, chapter, be, yeah. into being the one. And so, um, so yeah, so I, I was just like, never again, Yeah, you know, will I have a baby like it, like, and it was just, you know, it wasn't a great experience for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, no, I, that, that, those are the stories yeah. that, you know, people hear about. Right. Um, and it's interesting because, this is what I ask every, especially, and this is what I was asking Ashley, yeah. your cousin, Ashley Joy. Her podcast is um, coming out soon as well, if it's not already up um, on the Cool Mom Code podcast. And, you know, my question to her was like, how did you even know to yeah. like have a home birth, water birth? Like, what was it that even got you to that point? And it's interesting that you're saying like you were young, like you didn't, like you didn't know. No. Like no one informed it's not common you. Knowledge. It wasn't common it's not knowledge. What you see, it's not what they, you know, yeah. and then in the movies, they make it like this and that. And you're exactly. But there's so much more. There's so it, much you know? more to it. Yeah. And so that, not only that, right? So it's a it's a full-on surgery. Right. You know? Right. Um, so my recovery, my 
husband had to work right mm-hmm. after. So my brother came and he took care of me because we, we had stairs in our house. That's and so right. I had us, I couldn't go up and down the stairs. So mm-hmm. my brother, he, he came back, he cooked me breakfast, lunch and dinner, you know, like anytime, anything go, Hey sis, go take a walk, go get your nails done. I got, I got the baby. You know what I mean? Like wow. anything, he was like, no, you're going to get better. You know? Wow. Yeah. Family. Yeah. Oh, that Man. brings tears I know. I know. I'm like getting goosebumps wow. because it's like he took care of me because my mom couldn't be there. She right. was there for a amount of time. But then my, I was like, okay. What's going to be gone? Like, yeah. I don't have anybody. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So now you've gone through this, you're recovered. What is life back into modeling? Like, so I'm like, okay. They're like, okay, just let us know when you're ready to come back. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And of course I was determined, you know, I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to go. So, you know, I started working out, nursing, you know, I lost weight really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and like my first job back was Maybelline. Oh, yes. yes. So, you know, they that say babies be blessed. Yeah, job that back. was my first job back. So I remember I was like at home and they're like, okay, we need the Maybelline wants to see you. I'm like, I'm like, okay. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, I got to get my hair done. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. yeah, come here. Um, and so, yeah, my first job back was Maybelline. So I started, so that. And Maybelline, talk to us about Maybelline so people know. Obviously, I know, and it was such a big deal. It's a big makeup brand. You know, getting a makeup contract, I mean, still is a big deal, but it's at that time, like, you know, there's only so many, you know, makeup companies that you could get. So, um, I was A, like, super excited, super shocked, like, again, so thankful, and I was like, they want me to be their makeup girl, you know? Um, So, I was really nervous going in, and, but they were, like, happy, and, and I... I did that for, you know, I was shooting with um, Adriana Lima and, you know, I was, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, like feeling like such like, you know, and these huge photographers, I was like, wow. Um, and that only lasted for a year. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for that. You know what I mean? Um, and I was doing other things as well. As a new mother, you're constantly going through these thoughts of like, what is life? And I know you can tell me if you had this or not. Okay. I mean, but what will life be like past you, after having the baby? You know, for me, I know that like when I had Nima, I was all of my births were quote unquote planned, right? We, they were planned. We went into it knowing what we were doing. It wasn't a surprise. Like, you know, we were both intentional about it, Issa and myself. But I will say that each time I had a baby, I was like, dang, now what will this change? What will this change for my career? What does this mean? And it's because I've always been independent like you. I've always been career driven, you know? And so for me, every time I was just like, dang, what is this going to change? But the blessings that come out of it and the other side of it every Every time time. will astound you. It will shock you. It will put you in a place where you're like, damn, didn't see that coming. Never. Never. I was like Maybelline, huh? Like Maybelline, yeah, right that's after scary. You know, and again, first at the time, back. I was pregnant again. Yes. First one, like models didn't have babies. That's right. It wasn't cool to have babies. No. I tell people all the time. No, I'm like, it's well, now it's trendy and it's cute, it's and trendy everybody's and it's doing it. Yeah, but at now my it's time, like you know, I was like a little again, mini me. Yeah, like so cute. No, at the time like, it was like you have a what? Ba- yeah, I can't remember my baby took Yeah, hell no. There's no bringing. Hell no. You better have a babysitter. You better have someone there because that's not a thing. You couldn't exist. It was over there. Totally separate. Yeah, you know. Um, for me though, cause again, I'm like, you know what? I've never, I ne- never lied about my kids. If someone asked me, cause no one ever thought I had kids, but yeah. if they asked me, I'm going to tell you cause yeah. that was my world. Right? Right, right. Like I lie about my age all day, but I never lie about my babies. Yeah. And I lie about saying, my age all day, yeah. but I never lie about can. my babies. Okay. And you can. <laughs> but, all day. Yeah. And I, then I didn't. So I'm like, if people ask me, I tell them, don't right. ask me. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> people are probably so shocked that you even like have 
three children at the ages that you have them. Well, Guys, Danae. I've been a mama forever. She's okay. been a mom forever. She started young, though. But honestly, you have a high No, you have a college-age student almost. So my <laughs> oldest is going to be a senior. Oh and my youngest is going to be a kindergartner. This is crazy. Yeah, so I have kindergarten, seventh grade, The fact and that senior. you're looking at colleges is like freaking oh, yeah. me out. No, it, it's still like that I'm still processing like, oh. Yeah, I'm and so I keep happy you it. get to go through it first. So you <laughs> can just like school all, like, like, all so the So what did you do today? I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. You know exactly. Yeah. No, it's, it's so great. It's a lot. Anybody who's a new mom out there, just make sure if you can... Find moms who have children who are slightly older than yours because <laughs> your age and slightly older. Yeah. Your age and slightly older mm -hmm. because the key is to having these genuine resources. relationships and resources yeah. that you can tap into who have lived it, been there, done that, yeah. but it's still fresh enough yeah. that they can, like, you know, yeah. impart those lessons back to you. Yeah, in I'm a like, modern day age. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, is this relevant? Yeah, enough? For yeah. Real. no, like, that's, that's the trick of yeah. it. All right, so. Now we're fast forward. There's three kids and I know you. I know how creative you are. And I, and I kind of, this is what I was going to, um, kind of lean into a little bit earlier, but. I would guesstimate that being a model, right, for you has kind of held back a different part of your creativity for so long. Oh, for sure. I mean, you are very hands-on. Yes. You are I love very my hand. visual. I love hands. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so now you are venturing into a whole different side of yourself. You are a baker, which you have baked. I mean, the most amazing, most beautiful cakes and dishes for such a long time. Um, everyone, you have to check these these pieces out. I'm going to say art pieces <laughs> out because they truly are artistic. Um, and then you're also a doula, yes. which, you know, we talked to Ashley, your mm -hmm. cousin, and she said that you were her doula. Yeah. Um, so it's very hands-on work, both of these. Yeah. Um, so what was like... that? What was the transition from modeling into these two areas? So I guess it was my first experience in childbirth right it was traumatic for me mm -hmm. and i was like i don't want to do that again so for my second um second and third birth i did home births mm -hmm. so my older two were born in new york right i had a midwife and a doula there um i was like i'm not going back to the hospital Sorry. you know i was running stadiums with my same brother that took care of me i was like yeah. we're gonna go run these stairs this baby's coming out you know what i mean because right. there's a deadline to have yeah. a home birth right right so um loved the support came out here and again after my third um, I was like, I just really, first of all, I just, I just in general, women, I feel like should be praised, mm -hmm. right? Like we're so many things, but I'm like, we don't get the support we need. We do so many things and we don't. And I'm like, especially during like childbirth, mm -hmm. you should have support. Was it the, was it the experience that you had in your first, um, you know, birthing experience with your oldest? Did that encourage you to yeah. have the home births for oh, your second and third? Yeah. Because okay. I wanted a home birth originally. That right. was, you know, I was like, okay, or at least a water birth. I was like, okay. And then mm -hmm. again, the more I would go to my OBGYN, she was just nudging me and nudging me and putting things in my head that started me second guess myself. I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's better because again, right. you yeah. know better, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think it's like with anyone having, you know, a baby, you should just educate yourself and just talk to different people. Don't just talk right. to OBGYN, talk to midwives, you know? Again, now with social media, you can find and YouTube, you can find yeah. all these amazing resources, you know, to get so both sides, yeah. you know, and so educate yourself, do your, do your research, you right. know. Um, so that was like the first, like, this, there's got to be a better way. This can't be the only way, you know what right. I mean? So again, at the time, having a home birth after cesarean, mm -hmm. you couldn't find anybody that was going to do them. I found one 
midwife who was a registered, she was a nurse's midwife, so she had she retired soon thereafter. Um, only certain midwives could do that. Mm. Um, and, be, and because I wasn't high risk, because you have to qualify to have a home birth. Not, people right. think, oh, but I'm like, no, you have to be, have a good pregnancy. Not everyone can do it. you know. Right. So I was in good health. Babe was in good health. So I was able to have a home birth. Because if anything were to happen, they don't want to be held liable. Yeah, right? okay. exactly. Um, and so, and again, even if something were to happen, there's a hospital down the street. Like right. We, you know, people think, oh, you know, she would have been fine to go to the hospital. Right. She wasn't against hospital. She worked. She was a nurse's midwife, too, so she worked there. Um, so it's important to find a midwife who also has, um, what is it called, at different hospitals, who also has like rights, but my, rights but my, you know, at different but, hospitals. And you can. My midwife here didn't have that. She didn't mm -hmm. have access to the hospitals here. Okay. She had relationships with them, but, you know, she couldn't go. She could just transfer someone, right? right? I see. Um, so it just, you have to find the right person. Right. You know, you have to feel comfortable with that person. Um, but so after my first experience, I was like, not doing that again, found someone, um, and just thought this is what, like I was surrounded by family, I had a lot of family over, I had friends over, yeah. um, you know, like I wanted my child to come into that energy, right. Just like love family. I didn't want to leave. Um, and so with my third, I was like, okay, I want to be a doula. I want to help women. Like just, we need support. Everyone should have I it, mean, whether you can afford it or not. Like, it's just, you just need that person, you know, because as much as you love your husband or, you know, your, your partner, whoever it is, 1000%. like they can't do everything. I mean, I will personally say that I truly believe no matter how you choose to birth, no matter what, yeah. whether you choose to do a home birth, a hospital yeah. birth, whether you choose to do medicated or unmedicated, yeah. however you choose to birth, which is a very personal decision, 100%. there should always be a doula. Yeah. But let me tell you something. My, was it Kalik or was it Nyla? It was Nyla. It was Nyla. And I had a doula. I had, I had her with my first and, oh my God, if she's listening, she's going to be. <laughs> and, um, I had her with my second and she missed the birth because she said that she was really, I had Nyla at the beginning of the year. She's born January 4th. And, um, <laughs> Nyla was, it was eight hours. It was a, like yeah, was eight fast. hours total, total. Um, and I remember thinking that she was fast, but I was like, Isa, I think that you need to get in touch with our doula. Like, you know, make sure that like she's aware, all stuff like that. He could not get in touch with her at all. Phone off, could not get in touch with her at all. And I was like, what is happening? Like, where is she? She was committed to her yoga practice and decided that in the wee hours of the morning that she would turn off her phone and keep it off until she was done with her yoga practice. She missed my life. Well, that's not professional because you she, know what? She missed it. Up until a certain point, right? When you're in this range, you have to be available 24 hours. I mean, that's you can go part on, of it. Yeah. So, that's part of it. So I don't know. Has there been any like situations oh, or Listen, and I, listen, you know what I'm saying? Not to say that I haven't, but, and here's the reason why. I was there with the midwife. First time mom, right? Uh -huh. You know, usually your first birth is longer. Yeah. And, and not always, right. clearly. Okay. Right, right. Um, but usually you're, you're going to, you're going to labor for, you know, on average 24 hours, right? right? Your first labor, first birth. So we, we, we both met there. She was in labor. We got there. She's in the tub. She'd been laboring like for three hours with her mom. Okay. Uh -huh. She's the midwife checked her. She was like one to two centimeters. Okay. It's, Early. For most times it's early, early, you know. Okay. So we're there. We were there for maybe like an hour and a half, and then we're like, okay, because it was the middle of the night. We're gonna go home get some rest. Uh -huh. Like you know, yeah. We'll call back and check. So I get home. I set my alarm. I have my clothes laid out so I can just jump, yep, up, jump and go. up and go. I just gotten home. Uh huh. Just gotten in the bed. Uh -huh. Just laid my clothes out to the yes. side. I'm laying there. My phone rings. And I'm like, what? 
I pick up the phone, and then, <laughs> this is not Was it the mom? It's the sister. She's <gasps> like, Danae, Danae, she's on the toilet. She feels like she's the push. I'm like, wait, what? Huh? I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, wait, wait, slow down, slow down. She's like, no, she feels like, it's like, she thinks the baby's coming. I'm like, okay, does she feel like she has to push? I'm like, she's, I'm like, she's like, yeah. I'm like, where does she feel pressure? She's like, she feels it in her bottom, like she has to go boo boo. And I'm like, <gasps> Oh, oh my god. god and so i'm like i'm on the phone and i'm like trying to put my clothes on you know what i'm saying i'm doing this and i'm like and so i'm get my house one and i'm like calling the midwife yes and so i'm like hey debbie listen yeah. you know i just did the midwife to... miss it too we all missed oh it my god. <laughs> yes so i'm on the phone with her and she's like why did she call you why did she call me and i was like i don't know but she called me so then she's like okay so then the mama the the girl's mom called yeah. debbie oh my so god we're both, and we're both in, like She's like, I'm getting in the car. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting in the car. So we're getting there. We're flying. And it's oh, a little night, so we were able to yeah. fly. Yeah. Um, we get there, but the mom ended up catching her. The baby came out after two pushes, like in the toilet. We got there, she was still in the bathroom, like it at all. Like again. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But for a first time mom to have a three hour labor, oh my that's God. not normal. That's not normal. Okay. That is say it not, doesn't happen because no, it does. It do clearly. Clearly. It does. But I was like, oh my God. We both felt so bad because wow. it was like you know what I'm saying? She's yeah. like, oh, I'm good. Like, and she had her sister. She That's had her mom. So interesting. Her mama put those gloves on and she caught that. Baby. No, she, she did She's like, I just knew. <gasps> and then her mom's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, yes, you may. Yes, okay. you may. Okay. Yes, 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 yes ma'am. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Yes. That's wild. Yes. That's a wild story. Yeah. So maybe so, for my doula, maybe because my first labor was literally 20 hours. The second labor, but still. So you maybe have your phone she on. thought. No. I'm trying to give her the benefit no. of the doubt here. I mean, I see okay. you are, but I was like, you don't just turn your phone off. When you have just trying to you know, make her feel more at no, do better. Yeah, okay. Like most people, right? In the pandemic, people had to pivot, right? Yeah. So I, before that, I was in New York probably once a month, every other month. I was yeah. still bi-coastal, right? right a for, lot. For, since I, when I moved from New York to LA, yeah. I was still there. So things slowed down, obviously, for everybody. Right. Um, and so I had already trained to be like a doula. I was still in contact with my doula, my midwife. And so they knew that they're like, okay. And then, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to call them because it's something I've been passionate about for a long time. But I haven't right. had the time because... As a mother of three, yeah. I'm working, I'm getting my kids to and from school, I'm in camps and all the things and after school activities. So I said, okay, I'm going to take this opportunity to, my kids are at home, they're not leaving, mm -hmm. they, they they were doing school online. Yeah. Um. So I had more flexibility, right? Yeah. So throughout the pandemic, I was working with my midwife who I love and I think she's amazing Um. and my, and my uh, doula as well. Yeah. We would be backups for each other and a right. whole other doula community that mm -hmm. I met in that time. Um. But I just was able to take that time and really like Dive do what in. I've been wanting to do yeah. for a while. Yeah. I just wasn't able to. And same with baking. Yeah. You know, I've, I always cook and, and, and always. I bake and that's something yeah. that I love. Um, and so, um, I was able to do it in that time. That little pause. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, once things opened back up, I had to pull back Yeah. because again, as a doula, you're on call. Yeah. You know, you, I, I can't be in Milwaukee and then my client exactly. calls me. So I true. Pull, you know, so you kind of have to make a choice. So I had to pull back and I did some, like with my cousin, obviously I was like, of course, we're gonna, you know, yeah. family. Right. Um, but I had to pull back because I was like, I can't be, it was too, like the anxiety, the stress yeah. of like, oh my gosh, because you don't know, you know, that's yeah. the one thing. No one knows when you're going to, no there's, one knows. There's a guest date. Yeah. There's not an exact date unless exactly. you're scheduled and you're going to get, you know, you're right. going to the hospital. Right. Right. Um, so true. So true. So yeah. So you kind of had to make a choice. Yeah. 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 And right now modeling one. 
Well, and again, like people are like, oh, you're so busy. I'm like, I feel like I'm always busy because I have kids, right? As yes, a mom, this is true. there's never off time. There's never I come dumb all day. I come home. It's like, what's for dinner? Yeah, you know what I'm so saying? True. Can you take me? Now I you need. are you are a go 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 yes. person, and I think that you know even throughout your career, you are very hands on with your kids. But it's interesting in terms of like relationships, mm-hmm. right? Um, and with our other half, our spouses, our partners, or whatever. And you have a quote that you always have told me. Now, I don't know if like, I don't know, this is, but this is something that's always stuck with me. And you're like, you know, I really believe that with a relationship, you're either a partner or a provider. And I think that like, I really wanted, I've been thinking about this a lot Mm -hmm. and I really wanted to introduce this kind of terminology with you first on the podcast before I present this question to anybody else. But I think it's a question that everyone should Mm -hmm. be asked. Um, but I wanted to present it to you first okay. because you are the one who I feel like has, it has stuck, like you're the one who told me yeah. and it's stuck with me. Yeah. So tell me the difference between that because uh, a partner and a provider seems obvious, but I feel like we all kind of lean in towards one. And sometimes it's the woman who's the oh, provider 100%. and sometimes whatever. Yes. So walk me through that process and what that means to you. So for me, I feel like partner provider, right? And again, to me, it's kind of self-explanatory, but it's like you have people that are like, I'm your partner. I'm It's 50-50, mm-hmm. right? We're doing everything together, half and half, however that is, right? right? You you take some pool, I take some pool. Where a provider is a little bit less. Mm-hmm. I think that scale kind of changes a little bit where it's like, okay, I'm providing all the things that you need right? so that you can do what you have to do, right? Right, right. So... In my case, like, I feel like my partner is is more of a provider. Mm-hmm. Not that he's not a partner. He's right. partner in different ways. But as far as, like, the parenting, right. as far as, like, the hands-on. Mm-hmm. And, again, I feel like, like, he, we've had a nanny in the past, right? I don't have a nanny now. But in the right. past, he provided that yeah. nanny so that right. I could still work right. and still, you know, be a mom. Because I'm very much, again, even if I'm traveling and if I'm getting home at 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm up at 6 o'clock the next day to take my kids because right. I like car time. I like right. cars, you know, story time in the cars, picking my kids up. And you like Make, being hands-on. I do. I, and I love that, you know, for me. Right. You know, he likes to, like, get his sleep or, you know, whatever it is, go to the gym. That's, I and feel that's that fine, too. You know? I feel that too. Yeah. I mean, I feel that too. Yes, you know. And so, so for me, it's more of, like, partner and parenting, like, more hands-on. Right. That's what I mean. Like, right, okay, right, right. you're going to either provide me the means to, because it's not, there are people out there that are single parents and they do an amazing job, but I feel like you need help. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You need, I always tell people, it takes two people to have a baby and there's a reason. Right. That's you know, true. Right. because you need, you know, there's, there's things again that he can give them that I can't and vice versa. Right. You know? Um, so if you can't give those things all the time, then you need to provide yeah. me with help. Yeah. So if it's my mom living with us, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And taking care of her so she can help or yeah. if it's a nanny or if it's a babysitter or if it's whatever it is. Yeah. That's I think, listen, I think that's an important lesson. I think that you were probably the person who taught me that the most. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have literally struggled with that for a very long time um, with accepting help. My mom, who recently passed, um, she had health issues. And so she was helpful up into a certain extent of what she could do. But for Issa and I, it's always been a tag team. We never yeah. had help, no. you know, when they were younger or whatever. I mean, they're still young. They're you know, 10, seven and four, but when they were babies or anything like that. And so it was always us like juggling, figuring it out. Um, and so that's, I think, I feel like you were the one who was like, Lizzie, like you, you have to be able to like, you know, bring in other people to help in this situation or you're never going to excel. You can't, yeah, you know, because you, I, you know, 
what's the saying? Like you can do everything, just not all, all at once. Yeah. So it's not that, that you know, if you want to do this, you want to, it's great, but you have to know some things will have yeah. to take, you know, it's a juggling. Okay. It's yeah. like, okay, right now, this is what I'm holding. But it's something, so something scary. Else. No, of course. It's so scary. Especially with your kids. It's so, it's so scary. No, it really is. Bringing in hands is so scary. Issa and I, like I said, just until recent, have we even gotten someone who, you know, we can trust or whatever to like yeah. help us here and there with like certain things, like it's as, hard. as their activities pick up. Yeah. And as one goes this way, the other one goes this way and this one whatever but before that it was literally all on us and it's hard it's hard on the relationship but it's also hard to trust people it's hard to bring people into like that private sector of your home and of your life yeah um and so like i don't know i mean it was a that was a huge transition for me well listen and listen i we were blessed with yaya right we love our yaya she was our neighbor's nanny forever and at the time we moved to la she was like open mm-hmm. right they were slowing down on their end so like right. i feel like it was like a word of mouth like a trusted resource yes and we were blessed with her like there, we always say there's no way like yaya that's you know right. what i mean that's we right. don't have yaya anymore we love her we still talk to her we just like yes. you know i'm like yes. everyone needs a yaya you that's know right. what I mean? yaya was, I was their nanny yeah our nanny for a very long trusted time. a family you yeah, know like family when i would friends, leave she, yeah. she held it down that's you know right what i'm saying yeah so i could leave with peace of mind knowing that's right she's gonna cook she's gonna love my babies as much as i love them they mm-hmm. love her as much as she lo- you know like she was like an like a, another grandma yeah you know what i'm that's saying special yeah that's really special yeah and so like when she left even now like okay we have a babysitter that we love and that like again because not all you know um people get along with certain you know personalities yeah. right? right right so my kids have different personalities. My youngest, you know, he has a very, you know, loud, you know, loving personality, but he's not sure. for everybody. I love it because they're creatives. Yeah. At the end of the day, they truly are the epitome of what creativity is. And like, that's the same thing no, with, are... you know, Q. I feel like he's a creative. Oh my gosh. Like 1000%. Oh yeah. And so they all, you know, have like their own way of like doing stuff. Yeah. And finding that right personality. Oh my you God. Yeah. It's going to love them as yes. much as you love them. Cause that's the thing. Jumping back to the transition. Cause I think that, you know, I think through this process of speaking to, um, mothers and women, you know, for me on the cool mom code podcast, I just really want listeners to know whether they're a woman, whether they're a mom, whether they're a parent, whatever it is, that there are transitions in this process yes. and that, you know, just because you are a mom, it doesn't hold you back from being all the other amazing things you are or want to be or will become or whatever it is. Well, that's thing. You're a woman first. You're a woman first. Yeah. But I will say that there are transitions and leaning into that transition is okay. Well, and I think that's the thing. It's like having your community. Yeah. Like finding your people. And again, we don't see each other or we don't get to talk to each other every day. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of my best friends don't live here. Right. So I don't get to see them. But I just know that like... At the end of the day, I could call you or I could call one of my friends and like, it could be three months and I know like they're going to say the right thing or just listen. Or not say the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. But also, or make me laugh. Yeah. Get me out of my head. Yeah. Remind me of who I am before Mm -hmm. I was a mama and a wife and all these other things. And just like, give me the confidence that maybe I'm lacking at the time or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And so I just feel like hopefully you have someone like that and it could be your yeah. mom it could be a brother a sister you know right. whoever it is hopefully but there's someone yeah. like that in your life yeah i mean listen i think that's what the takeaway is you know i've known danae from a very long time i've known her before kids now we are both mothers of three you know it's interesting i think that the biggest takeaway here for me is just find your crew yes find yes. your crew yes. yes you know and i think that if you can find like-minded people in your life whether they are family or whether they are your chosen family yeah. then you are winning you are winning and lean on those people keep showing up for the people keep that showing show up, up for you that's you know? right yeah that's right
I thank you for being thank here. Thank you. I love Denae, you. Danae Daddy, y'all, on the Cool Mom Co. podcast. All right, y'all, make sure that you stay tuned for more. Check Danae Daddy out in all of her glory. All right, y'all, we'll holler at you next time. All right, Cool Mom crew, I'm Lizzie Mathis, and you've been listening to the Cool Mom Code podcast. Thanks for diving into our last episode of season one with my girl, Danae Dottie. I hope you got a real insight into a fraction of what it takes to be a woman and mother in today's society. My goal is to make sure that women and mothers always feel seen and heard. I hope more than anything that you could at least relate to one of the stories or mamas in this season. Next season, I'm excited to unlock more stories with mamas you may know and some you may not. Either way, stay tuned, and I look forward to talking again. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.